Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey, that's me. And Micah. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a blindfold. (laughs) So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2018 American post-apocalyptic horror thriller film, Bird Box. Never lose sight of survival or... The wind blew, the ship flew, and I forgot to breathe. (laughs) Hit that music. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 275 of this illustrious podcast, and it is volume one of, I guess we just call it Senses Month? Mm-hmm. Senses Month. This is an idea that I came up with by myself with no help from anyone else in this room. <laughs> it's the best. Katie stopped. <laughs> she didn't jiggle. She's not vibrating yet, <laughs> but she stopped doing what she was doing when I said that. No, I obviously got help from all these smart people around me, but the idea that we came up with is there are tons of movies that specifically point to a certain sense of the body. There's five senses. Uh certain times i guess there is a sixth sense Uh, there's a whole movie about it and if you really (laughs) want to count it it's probably a seventh sense and that is probably love but we'll see (laughs) we'll we'll see how that works but (laughs) but this month we have cultivated and chose some pretty fancy films that actually specifically point to a certain sense all through the movie and netflix for some ungodly reason just started cracking out these movies that are just this is about hearing this is about your sight this one you got a couple things wrong with you and someone's trying to kill you in your house i'm like god damn so it was pretty cool working it out and we're gonna review a new one which i was very good so the movie that we're doing tonight is Bird Box, based on the 2014 novel of the same name by Josh Mollerman. So I didn't know it was a book, but it makes sense that Netflix would scoop this up because it was a pretty cool idea, I would say. I for sure could not read this. This Oh, no. Too too much anxiety to be read. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was was concerned heavily throughout this. I I would literally be like, I don't want to turn the page. Yeah. (laughs) So for the uninitiated, this film is about Sandra Bullock. She plays Mallory and she is trying to protect herself and a whole lot of dumb people in a house. But later on, she's trying to protect herself and two children from evil monsters that cause people to kill themselves if you look at them. And there are movies that this plot brushes pretty close to. I think this is probably the better of these these versions of this plot and they actually were going to make a real 
live version of the thing, but they decided against it. Um, I think Sandra Bullock saw what it was supposed to be, and she laughed. So if she laughed, uh, probably people that saw it would laugh too. I know I would. Katie would absolutely laugh if she if you see this weird thing in the movie, like bleh. I'm like, hey, what the fuck is whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, sorry, sorry. Hold on, I gotta interrupt. My Babadook is over here being really loud and noisy right now. <laughs> my Babadook is looking <laughs> real hard. <laughs> it depends how scary they'd be able to make it because I did not. You're right. I wasn't upset in um, what's the John Krasinski movie? Oh, uh, Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. Quiet Place. Those things were fucking horrific. So yeah. I still haven't watched that. It's a good Girl, one. you need to. It's a good one. So, Katie, what did you think about Bird Box? I really like this film. I haven't watched a film that has given me that much anxiety in a really, really long time. The I loved that you never got to see the monster um, because we've watched many films where you see the monster too much and that ruins everything. Um and sometimes not ever seeing the monster also ruins it. It has the opposite effect or same result from doing the opposite. But I didn't mind not seeing the monster because the way that it was acted and the way that everyone responded to everything was just incredible. Like everyone except for like MGK was wonderful <laughs> in this movie. Um, he played this part. He did play his part. Wait, was that but, actually him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's been trying to get into acting for a bit. There's a couple of movies where he kind of pops up for a few seconds. Yeah, I, I hear he's, he's trying to get into singing, too, but he, he just trying. keeps missing the mark. <laughs> hey, I'll say his rapping's pretty dang good when he used to do it. Eminem would disagree. But <laughs> he did all, like, this movie was very intense. And it reminded me a lot of The Mist. Hey. I like That's very up. true. Emma. I, uh, well, <laughs> okay. So I was very uncomfortable <laughs> during this movie, which I mean, I guess means it did its job. But being a mom and being pregnant and watching this movie, I was like, oh no, absolutely not. I was just, I was like, I no, thank you. No, thank you at all. So it made me very uncomfortable. So for me, I guess that did its job. I'm not sure that I would watch this again just for the sheer amount of anxiety that I felt while watching it. But I don't know. I, I did not dislike this movie at all. It was good so i mean i liked it micah <laughs> grabs the mic. let me uh get this microphone a little bit closer so i can uh lull you in with some soothing sounds of meh this movie did not do it for me i just it before we started i, I brought it up that this movie just reminded me way too much of the happening People, people killing themselves for no reasons and the, the trees are revolting and the only thing you see of the monsters is, is the trees revolting. So, it, meh. I did not think that the actors had very good chemistry on set. Not, none of their interactions were very believable or realistic at all. 
I was kind of excited when John Malkovich showed up and I was like, oh, sweet. And then it was like, <sighs> I mean, I know the point of his character was to be unlikable and he yeah. even admits to it really, but it just, <sighs> I don't know. I did not. They just, there was no chemistry on set. Like all the scenes with all the people in it, just, it just didn't do it for me. I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I, and I was talking to Emma about this beforehand. This was the first time either of us have seen it. And I was literally saying, even while it was starting, I still have no desire to watch this movie. I, I don't know why. It's not like I read reviews. I didn't read anything into it. I didn't look it up or anything like that. So I went in with a fresh perspective. I just straight up had no desire to watch it. <laughs> and, you know, I don't feel upset about having watched it. It didn't like, this isn't like going to be on my list of, of, uh, rubber award films or anything like that. It just, I don't know. It wasn't your favorite. It just happened. It, it, one could say it was like a happening. Oh my God. Get off it. (laughs) (laughs) So watching this film and we've gone, what is this? Five years old. I think so. Yeah. Jesus. It's a five-year-old movie, which is crazy to me. Well, it came out December 14th, so four-ish. It, it's a four-year-old movie, and I wasn't trying to dodge this movie. And when it came out, it was the absolute hottest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It had the what the, the, the record, the title for most watched film on Netflix within 28 <laughs> days of release. Obviously, it's been four years. It has been passed by many things, but it had the award of being the most watched thing on fucking Netflix, the app that has everything. Yeah, but doesn't everything get that award when they release now because their advertising budget is fucking massive? True, but the the numbers that it got meant like word of mouth got out and people like, oh, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. I remember... Like Twitter was just going off, going off and just talking about it and stuff like that. I remember seeing so many memes about it, especially the meme where the guy is just like, like dragging that lady's eyes open, and they used to use that for anything, you know. Uh, there was one meme in grooming like groups. They were like, when you're trying to show the mom all the mats because they didn't brush their dog, and you're like dragging their eyes open, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. I've seen memes of this everywhere, and it for a while. It was the hottest thing for good or bad. It was the hottest thing to talk about. And boy, howdy, it's crazy. The anticipation of this movie was great. The plot, very basic. I've seen this. We've seen better versions. The Mist, better than this plot-wise. Plot-wise. Not the whole environment and what they had to do was great. Now the, don't let anybody else in. Oh, let somebody else in. Oh, no. That part, it was idiotic. The characters were dumb. And a lot of them weren't really that likable in my eyes. I didn't really like a lot of people because even the good people had these really dumb moments in their head. And I was like, why would you do that? And it was weird, but boy, howdy, the setup for this, the if you look at this thing, you instantly kill yourself. That's crazy. And it, it's funny, for a movie that didn't show the villain, it it got me wanting to actually see it. And I was like, come on. And I was like leaning, wanting to see it. And I knew he wasn't going to show it. I knew he wasn't going to show the monster. 
it it did its job. It made me want to see more, made me want to like get more into this world. The author, he has made a second book, and it's after this point, spoilers. There's more to this story, potentially, but there's more. I don't know if they'll make a second movie, but there is ammo to make a second movie. So uh it's it's good. I've seen worse. <laughs> uh character-wise, like Micah said, honestly, there's really not that much chemistry, but that I think maybe they were going for the whole these are just random people in a house and they have nothing really connecting them. I yeah, guess that's what they were going for. I guess, but like you could still do it better than they did. Yeah, I've seen movies where it's just random people in a house and it's felt, I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> but it's weird. For a movie with a lot of unlikable people, one of my favorites was an unlikable person, but they started that shit from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. but, but no, we'll, we'll talk about characters later and stuff, but I actually had problems trying to figure out my favorite character and that's weird. Usually there's one shining star um least favorite i had tons of candidates for that so um like i said it's a thumbs up it's interesting i'm glad i watched it um uh, i'm not i don't feel regret for not waiting this long because usually if i see a movie or something shit i started Letterkenny fucking years after it actually started and a friend told me like hey you should check the show out i watched it i was like wow i feel like shit for waiting this long because it's yeah we all started watching it at the same time yeah but (laughs) at least i had multiple seasons to go through because i didn't start it from the beginning you know but i didn't feel that when i watched this i was like it's not it's good it's just i didn't feel that regret but if there was a second one i'd have been like damn you know but at least i have something to look forward to so we'll get through this story and talk about least favorite and all that stuff it hops around time wise but i actually think some of the time jumps are some of the best parts of the movie. So, uh, like I said, we'll go through this. So, the movie starts and it's kind of a voiceover and we hear Sandra Bullock talking to somebody and Sandra Bullock is talking to somebody. We find out it's two kids and telling them that they are going to go downriver in a boat to get somewhere safe and they can't remove their blindfolds for anything. You're going to hear sounds out there People are probably going to say, hey, look at me. Look at this. Don't do it for anything. And I need you guys to listen and tell me if you hear anything, anything weird, inform me. But we have to go really far on the river to get somewhere safe. If you mess up, we will die. And it's like crazy. Like the way she's talking to these kids, it's like how you talk to like grown people. You know what I mean? And I, I was like, shit, this is wild as hell. Um and so that's the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, shit, this is wild. And then we go back five years. I was like, damn it. I wanted more of the river adventure, but we get some later. So we see five years later, Sandra Bullock, her name is Mallory. She is pregnant and she's a painter, just like in the mist at the beginning. So <laughs> she's visited by her sister. Hey, it's what's her name? What's Sarah Paulson. Yeah, Sarah Paulson from AHS, multiple seasons of American Horror Story and lots of stuff. Yeah, she's awesome. So her sister, Jessica, and Jessica's like, hey, Mallory, have you been watching the news? And Mallory's like, no, I'm cool. I don't don't watch the news. She's like, well, the world is fucking falling apart. And they turn on the news 
And we see in Europe and Asia, mass unexplained suicides are happening. And they're like, that's really weird. People are just killing themselves for no apparent reason. And we don't know if it's chemically induced or something, but it's getting kind of wild out there. And obviously, if something scary is happening at some point in the world, you can count on Americans to take up all the toilet paper and water. Yep. They're like, man, something's making people kill themselves. Fuck, we need to grab some more toilet paper, Katie. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. So they head to the hospital to check on Mallory's baby, the prenatal checkup. And we see that Mallory, she is her attitude toward the baby. Um, she's not excited. And she it seems like she's believing that when the baby gets here, she'll actually finally be excited about the kid. Um, she doesn't call it even by a name. She doesn't have a name for the kid. Uh, I forgot what she calls it. Little Bean. Yeah. And that's it. So she has no, it seems like she don't really give a shit, but she's hoping that when the baby is here, she's like, okay, you know, when the baby's here, that feel of, you know, importance will pop up. I'm like, dang, that's, but some people go through that. So, you know, makes sense, I guess. So as she is leaving the hospital, she sees a woman smashing her head into the hospital window, just cranking that shit into the glass. And then the person looks over Mallory and like kind of gives a smile and goes back to doing her job of smashing. Her eyes are wild. Yeah. Smashing her head. Mallory hops into the car and tells Jessica, you need to drive because that thing is here. And she's like, what are you talking about? The thing that we saw on the news, it's here. We need to get out of here. And so Mallory wants to go back to her place, but she's like, you don't got any food. Jessica's like, let's get to our parents' house or my house and then we can wait this out and we'll be safe and happy. And she's like, man, whatever, just drive the car. And just like at the beginning of was a quiet place too, we see the madness that happens in a town where the shit actually hits the fan. And I think it's probably one of the coolest parts of horror movies where mm-hmm. if they do a, hey, let's back up a little bit and show you the exact moment where people realize, oh no, the world is falling apart. It's a really cool moment in movies. And I wish they'd do that more because it's really yeah. fun oh, to see. And, and I also enjoy that you don't start with that. Like yeah. you start somewhere else and then it flashes back to how it started. I definitely appreciate that because it was very, very overdone for the longest time of, oh, here's the origin story and we're going to hit you in the face with it before the rest of the show. Yeah, I, it's, it's really fun to see. So as they're driving and avoiding cars that are crashing into each other and explosions and fire, unfortunately, Jessica sees something in front of them. Mallory is turned backwards, reaching for a phone in the back seat. And it saved her life and the life of Little Bean. Because Jessica sees something and she's like, oh, shit. And she crashes the car deliberately. And so we see Jessica get out of the car and walk in front of a truck and get, like, picked up with it. And then it explodes later. So Jessica just absolutely killed herself. And Mallory's like, holy shit. So we see a pregnant lady dealing with a mob of people running which unfortunately it's not good times for a pregnant lady because they're not the best on their feet to begin with and she was just in a car accident uh this fucking baby went through a lot in this movie also also with the crowd they were equal parts rude and helpful yeah right? like as many times as she got bumped she got helped in in a very quick and like 
somebody would come up and move her out of the way before a car came, and then it was like they would keep scooting off, and then be like, "Oh, okay," and then well, push her cool, down, thanks. and then pick her up, and then <laughs> I get knocked down and I get up again. <laughs> so as Mallory is uh, tub thumping outside, she actually gets seen by a woman coming out of her home, and we see. John Malkovich is like, hey, we need to get inside. Don't bring her in here. And she's like, she needs help. She's pregnant. And he's like, mm. and so we see the lady actually come outside and help her up. And then the lady sees her mom and starts walking and kills herself. And so it, it, I guess it shows you something awesome or someone you miss. And it's like, holy shit. Hey. You see Barney down there doing backflips? That's awesome. And then you're cutting your head off. It's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I would say. But uh, also, why why did the monster make all the cars go boom? Like literally every car that crashed blew up. <laughs> hey man, this is a world where cars are made out of fucking like <laughs> charcoal or something. We don't know, man. <laughs> this is a weird world. It's a weird world. So people like explosions, Micah. <laughs> oh no i i mean the the one explosion when she looked back when they were still in the car and it looked like a little a-bomb went off i was like holy shit that was yeah. the one part of the movie that i was like yeah <laughs> and then cars kept exploding i was like what the hell is happening <laughs> so we see everything's falling apart and so a passerby named tom picks mallory up and they head into the house of the lady that is sitting in fire dying and so there's six other people in the home taking shelter. So we see B.D. Wong. Hey, B.D. Wong. Uh, his name is Charlie. And he is, what was it? Rel Howery? I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, Rel Howery. Howery. Uh, he's a comedian. He's awesome. He was in Get Out. He was the best friend that saved the day at the end. And boy, you thought it was cop lights at the end. And I was very depressed. But it wasn't. Yay. Uh, there's tons of really cool people in this so charlie tells the group that hey um this is probably the end of days and they're like what are you talking about it's like hey in tons of cultures this happens and like demons pop out and people are judged and we're all probably all getting judged right now probably what those people see and it, it makes them kill themselves and charlie is being very much a we should just kind of give up kind of situation, but he's working on a book. So I think he says that he got a lot of this info from the internet and everybody's like, God damn it. You know, they thought he read it from a, like a legit book. He's like, nah, I got it from like Reddit. You know, it's true. Maybe. <laughs> so they cover the windows and anytime they go outside, they try their best to blindfold themselves and cover up. So they don't actually see outside it seems to actually help. So these monsters, uh, I picture they're just out in the front, just jumping around like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. But they can't touch you. And so that, that's your only like strength is just like, if you just close your eyes and walk, you're good. But boy, howdy, if you have that blindfold off, they're like running to get in front of you. Like, hey, look at me, look at me. I know you can see me, dickhead. <laughs> right. So the house owner, his name is Greg. Hey, it's B.D. Wong. Hopefully he makes it in this movie pretty far. He does not because he goes to test the length of the power of these monsters. He's like, hey, my ring and all my cameras outside of my house, they've been constantly recording. 
I'm going to watch the tapes and see if we can use the cameras to be our eyes, because if they can, then they can come up with, I don't know what his game plan was, because I guess they could have, I don't know, use a camcorder in front of them and be like, oh, shit, I can see everything, but I'm not technically looking, but I am looking. So, unfortunately, the monsters were like, no, you're looking, chief. (laughs) You're looking at us. And Greg proceeds to just fuck himself up, and he actually gets free. They tie him down, and he gets free and cracks his head on, like, this little concrete step, and they have to break the camera. So, as they learn, if you look through a camera, it's still looking at it, apparently, and that's that's enough for the monsters. So, the they hear a knock at the door, and boy, howdy, tons of people in the house, they do not want to open fucking door and i i understand it's a very scary scary place john malkovich i'm probably gonna call him john malkovich but his name is douglas douglas is like the next door neighbor that came over boy howdy he does not want anybody in this house and every time the door opens and someone else new pops in boy howdy he hates it and for good reason as we'll see later so they open the door tom opens the door he seems to be trying to be the leader of this whole group because he's the nicest person and he's got muscles and he's got a nice smile so they open the door and they let in a pregnant survivor her name is olympia and so she has been by herself for a bit and she's been blindfolded and just going house to house knocking for help and they were the ones that answered the door so they open it and so now mallory is not the only pregnant lady really close to having a baby in this very terrible world i thought that was a really cool aspect in a horror movie we never really see a ton of pregnant women because boy howdy they are very hard to keep alive in horror movies because horror movies are full of running and fighting and pregnant women that's a whole lot of just liability (laughs) in front and around them so it was really cool to see two pregnant women in a scary movie I thought that I, was. I made the I made the comment to Micah. I was like, "Okay, into the world." Um, so not only do you find one pregnant lady, but two, and they're due at the exact same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the odds of it, it's, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so, as there are like six people in this house, food is running out especially because two of them are pregnant so i assume they're just eating a lot more but probably everybody's scared and eating food so they decide to go to the grocery store because charlie works there and he's like i locked the place down so it should be full of food and they're like cool we'll go to the store but how how will you do it they paint the windows and they use the what uh the gps and the uh, what's the word? The like car sensors. Yes. Uh, so newer cars, it was this would not work in my car. I, Mine we, either. We would just crash Same. into a tree and be like, ah, uh, they're outside. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't have it either. Yeah. You don't in front or behind. You do to both sides. I do have it in front, behind, and on both sides. Oh, look at this guy. You just roll the window down, have a stick in front of you. And just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> if the stick bends or cracks, there's something in front of us. <laughs> Speed bump. That'd be fucking. Oh, or you could have somebody out there in front, just touching with their hands. 
<laughs> we gotta Don't have uh, the per person in the passenger seat doing like rally car drivers. He's just got his little his little flip folders like hard turn, hard, hard yep. right turn, shallow <laughs> left. <laughs> so they actually get to the the store. It, it it took a while because boy had it when you're going like two miles per hour down the street, try not to crash into things to alert yourself to the invisible monsters outside. But they make it. Uh, there is a scary moment where the monsters are like, is this car driving? Can they see us? And the monsters like in front and back, like, look at me, dickhead. I can see you in there, Sandra Bullock. And they give up. They're like pissed off about it. Like, Bleh, we'll be back later. <laughs> and they you thought off. you already did the blind side. Little did you know. <laughs> this is a real blind side. <laughs> <laughs> so as they are in the store, it's full of food and items and they proceed to grab shopping carts and booze and just have fun it's a really nice moment mallory grabs three pet birds along with supplies because it seems like the birds get real agitated when the monsters are around she's like that's a nice way to figure out there's monsters close by so later on they see that there's someone in the store locked in the what's the word the loading dock there we go. That's the word. The loading dock. And they're like, hey, let me in. They locked me in here. I don't know why they're crazy people. And they start to crack the door open. And the guy is like, I want to show you guys something. It's so pretty. They're like, oh, that's a weird way to say something. And we see the guy's eyes are weird looking. They're not normalized. And he's like, let me in. Let me in. I want to show you something. So Charlie sacrifices himself he could have really just kind of drop kicked him and not ran in there with him to push him from the door but you know you got to empty the car out a little bit they got a lot of items to bring back so we hear that charlie is probably getting murdered on the other side of the door and then the co-worker is like hey i want to show you guys something let me in it's so pretty and it's like oh shit so either you instantly die or you get to see the thing and then you help the monsters drag more people to their doom. So it's like, oh, okay. They kind of explain it a little bit in the book. And they, they have a passing line about it that someone says. But then you think it's just kind of a joke. But it's like, oh, that actually is a viable reason why you can do this. So a little bit later, we'll get to it. So the car is a little bit more open, unfortunately. And they get back to the house and they have tons of food. Unfortunately, Felix, uh, MGK, he's a rapper, singer, and he's was with uh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Is uh, with? I thought they no. were, whatever. I don't know. They, she left him. Good for her. And his on-again, off-again police academy girlfriend. They oh, steal the battle angel. Yeah. They steal the car and slowly drive away going two miles per hour. <laughs> I like to think that they got somewhere safe. But I also like to think that they're idiots and they probably crashed the car and were like, shit. Mm -hmm. And then just started wobbling outside with blindfolds. So uh, if this was a spoofed movie, they would go inches away and then crash the car. And then yep. they would get dragged out of the car by invisible things. And that would just, yeah, they'd be gone. <laughs> so a little time goes by and seems everybody seems to be enjoying this world as best they can. Olympia and Mallory are getting more and more pregnant tur, and they are getting pretty close to having the babies. We hear that Olympia 
has opened the door and she's talking to somebody and Doug is like, what the fuck are you doing over there? And he's getting ready to pull out the shotgun and Olympia lets someone else into the house. Why would you do that, Olympia? And she says that I was that person at the door asking for help and I don't want to be, I don't want anybody else to be that person. So I'm like, I get that, Olympia. Still kind of dumb, but I get it. And so we get a stranger named Gary that comes into the house and he talks about uh, there were tons of people out in the world and they started killing themselves. And then some people from the insane asylum broke out and they saw this weird thing. They saw the monsters, but they didn't die. And then they were forcing people to look at it because it looks so pretty, apparently. And Gary got away somehow. And I'm like, that was how'd you get away, dude? Okay. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'd have been jumpy, but I'm not in this movie. So at this point, Mallory and Olympia, they go into labor a little bit before this. Douglas is like, I don't want this person in here. I don't want anybody in here. And he gets knocked out and dragged into the garage. So I feel bad for Douglas. He just doesn't want anybody in this house. As Mallory and Olympia are having their babies simultaneously, Gary Sits down at the couch, turns on some music, opens up his little little briefcase full of pictures of the monsters. So he's seen the monster, stirs, and he's drawing them. He's like, they're so damn pretty. I wonder if anybody's seen it in this house. I'm going to go show them. <laughs> and he heads up to upstairs, and we see that the, the, the ladies have had their children. And he's like, they're so pretty. Can I see the kids? Oh, man, that's awesome. Here's something else that's pretty. And starts ripping the blinds off the windows. I'm like, God damn. So. Yeah, he was really creepy. Very. And no like, one else. Right when, right when he came in the door, I was like, mm-mm. It, it's, it's an absolute mess. It makes me sad. So at this point, we see that Olympia, she tries to look away. But she sees whatever it is, and she's like, that's really pretty, and jumps out the window, killing herself. So it's like, shit. Mallory was able to get Olympia to give her the baby before she jumped away. She's like, hey, let me see your baby just for a second. Just for a second, and I'll give you the baby back. Just let me, let me hold the baby for a second. And Olympia dives out the window. So she's like, shit. Mallory hides under the sheets with the two babies. And Gary forces Cheryl, the older lady, to look at the monsters. And this is the meme. Uh, I think it's actually a, a official meme that you can use. And it's just a guy behind someone just like wrenching their eyes open with his fingers. And so I've seen this meme so many times. I'm like, it's a good meme. It's a good meme moment. So uh, Cheryl stabs herself in the neck with a pair of scissors. I'm like, shit. So Douglas, he escapes the garage and he blindly fights off Gary with a shotgun and Gary's doing the whole like eh, 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 I'm over here I'm over there and he actually kind of wings him with the shotgun and then Gary kills him with the scissors unfortunately um they do a little bit of fighting uh Tom got knocked out earlier because he ain't worth shit at this point in the movie it makes me sad um and he fights Gary over the gun hooray and Mallory hears some gunshots go off and then Tom says that, hey, it's all good. Everything is fine. So the whole house fell apart uh, because they were being nice. Unfortunately, that happens a lot in scary movies. 
good intentions get you messed up. So we get the five years later jump. So we're catching up back to where the river is. And at this point in the movie, uh, there have been a couple of jumps forward to the river adventure. And they the boat gets flipped at one point and one of the kids falls out. Fun fact, Mallory does not give the children names. They are boy and girl because she's like, this is a rough life. And I assume she doesn't want to care about the children or names are just unnecessary right now because we could die instantly. So um, your boy and your girl. So uh, I read a lot of flack about that because I knew her relationship with the children. A lot of people were like, this is fucked up, but it's a fucked up world. So Tom and Mallory, they're living together with the children. Hooray. And they get transmissions from survivors telling about a safe community in the forest, but you have to go along the river. It's the easiest way to get there. Also the hardest route. (laughs) And they ask like, Hey, do you have children with you? Because boy, this is not a, not a route for kids. And they're like, Hey man, whatever. Little by little, they keep hearing unblinded survivors rolling up, looking for homes to break into, I guess. And they actually get found out by these survivors. And for a little bit, you think that, okay, it's just people not giving a shit. It happens even when the world's dangerous for everything. People don't give a shit. They're like, I'm untouchable. But these people have seen the monster. And they're like, it's really pretty. And we want you to see it. So Tom distracts the bad guy so Mallory and the kids can escape. And he's trying to fight with the blindfold on and then he finally says fuck it takes off the blindfold and he's a really good shot and he kills all the attackers but unfortunately he sees the monster and he before he can attack anybody else he shoots himself um i was thinking that the monster was probably going to use his body to try to get to the kids in mallory but it was it was probably going to kill himself quickly so Mallory and the kids, they go blindfolded down the river on this boat. And they have the birds with them to warn them about monsters. So there's a couple of obstacles, like I said. They actually hear the voice of a person out there. And apparently these the monsters can use voices, as we learn later. And for a while, I think Mallory thinks it's just a voice. But no, it was a real person that started walking up to them in the river it's like, hey, I just want to help you. Just want to help you. Want to help you take that blindfold off? And they're like, oh, oh shit. So Mallory is fighting for her life. And she actually, like, murders the guy. And then they had to deal with River Rapids. And it, like I said, it, it's a crazy adventure for Mallory and boy and girl. So they actually get to the shore, finally. And they're separated. Mallory slides down a hill. So all of this is happening while they're blindfolded. So the monster uses Mallory's voice to try to trick the kids to take off their blindfolds. And boy, was it boy that was really wanting to take off the blindfold? Or was it girl? Girl really wanted to take it off. Yeah. I think. And so, like I said, they were really trying to get the kids to look. And Mallory wakes up and she finds the kids. And it seems like they get to the community 
the safe place, but the door, she's beating on the door and she finally cares about the kids enough because she says, hey, I don't give a shit about me. I want the kids to be safe. Take the kids. And then that's when the door finally opens. So I think this whole movie is a journey for Sandra Bullock's character to actually give a shit about the kids because we learned that she had a daughter. So girl is her kid and boy yeah, and boy was Olympia's kid. No, boy no. is hers. Boy is hers. I had it backwards? Yep. Boy is hers. That's Because why. her sister was 100% sure that she was having a girl. And That's when she was. had the baby, her first reaction was That's why no. very soon she's like, I'll choose who takes off. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. They yeah. were saying girl at the beginning and I thought it was still the same. No. Apologies. So, yeah, her her actual child was boy and Olympia's was girl. And she says on the boat earlier that at some point, one of you is going to have to take out the blindfold because she says, if I do it, we're all going to die. But if one of you do it, then the other one, we can survive. And I was like, fuck, man, this is cutthroat. But, you know, this is how we make it through this. Someone's going to have to die. But they made it through together. So they make it to the community as a former school for the blind. Man, that's convenient because <laughs> blind people can't see the monsters. And so they're not completely. I, I also thought when, when she it's slowly panned by each letter that I thought it was going to say uh, school uh, Professor X's school for the gifted. <laughs> well, fuck. The fucking X-Men should have came out there and helped. No, they would have died. <laughs> <laughs> so Mallory gets inside and she releases the birds and she finally gives the kids names because she's like, well, we're actually safe for once. And, you know, I guess I care about you. You know, uh, it's like Ice-T and Rick and Morty. He's like, I finally care now. (laughs) I care, Morty. So they get the names of Tom and Olympia and the kids are pumped. They're like, hey, my name's not boy. That's awesome. And Mallory says that she is their mother. Hooray! So that is Bird Box. Also, they get there and it's like, hey, you kids want to go play? I would have been like, no, I want to take a shower and go to bed. That was really traumatic. What just happened to us literally two hours ago? Yeah, I want to lay down. That's because you're an adult, Micah. (laughs) Five-year-olds don't give a fuck. No, no, my spirit disagrees. (laughs) No, I never. Yeah, you want to play some kickball? Nah, I just want to lay in this corner for a bit. What's that? It's my childhood-like sense of imagination. <laughs> I wonder if they just pooped off the boat or they just held their poop for two days. Oh, my God. Yikes. I have so many questions because I know I wouldn't have been pooping. I'd have been like, yeah, I'm just going to sit on this boat and cry a little bit this whole time. Correct. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in Bird Box? It would be Tom. Yeah. He... He was the only one in the house that like had his shit together and was working, was attempting to get everyone to work, to cooperate with each other and figure out things like to how to solve problems. And then once it was just him and Marjorie, he was the one who like, was really the loving affectionate partner he was the one who cared at least showed that he cared about the kids he was willing to do all these different things and he was 
treating them like his own children rather than Sandra Bullock, who even though one of them was her own children and she raised them, was treating them as just like little fucking people. Yeah. Like just shut up and do what I say the whole time instead of caring. So Tom was my favorite. Emma. I agree. He just, he had his head on straight and he was there to treat this like, yeah, it's the end of the world, but it's still the world. And these kids deserve at least some taste of normalcy. And yeah, I just, I don't know. He rubbed me the right way. So I enjoyed him. Micah. Uh, For the sake of being different, I'm going to go with Cheryl. They Aww, used Grandma her. Cheryl. They used her character so tastefully. She would only come out in in little snippets, but it was always like something big, <laughs> like cracking John Malkovich over I the head to get say... him to chill the fuck out. And her death was absolutely brutal and great for a, a horror movie. So it. So my favorite character is a very specific. Mallory, because we see multiple Mallories in this movie. We see pregnant Mallory, and then we see pregnant in the house for a while Mallory, and then we see riverboat Mallory. That's my favorite. Mallory on the boat with the kids, telling them this is how life is. This is what I need from you. If you don't do this, we die. That was really cool. The beginning of this movie is probably, it's not one of the coolest beginnings I've seen in a horror movie, but it's up there. It's really cool. Like I said, she talks to these kids like they are grown ass people. And that's scary in its own sense to have mm-hmm. to talk to kids like this. He like the world does not care about us. The world wants us to die right now. If you don't do this, we die. Do you understand me? And the kids are like, yes. And it's like, let's fucking do this. Let's try to make it through this. If we don't, if you're not perfect, we die. And I'm like, that's so it, it like I felt it in my chest. I don't have kids, but that seems like a lot to put on a child. And I'm like, fuck, this world sucks ass if you're a kid. It sucks ass for everybody. So Mallory on the boat. Yeah. Was your favorite? Yeah. Mallory on the boat. That was. And like I said, she ain't perfect. But that Mallory, she seemed mm. a lot more assertive and sure of herself. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's because she was by herself. It was. I guess there was a solid 10 minutes there where she was like, even though my son that I birthed is volunteering to open his eyes. I'm going to choose girl. I'm going to murder the girl. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, she's not a good person. <laughs> plus, plus that little girl's acting was amazing. Like you could tell that she was like, I know you're going to say me. So I'm yeah, just she was very aware. Let me spare you, adult woman. Yeah, she was very aware that she was the least favorite. And that was heartbreaking. Oh. Those little kids were honestly incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, Katie, who is your least favorite character? Gary. <laughs> Gary. Fuck that guy. Olympia was an idiot for letting him in, but I can't really be mad at her too much because her emotions are all over the place because she's pregnant and you know you can't really like hate her too much on that she was just trying to save another person like everybody saved her and she'd be fucked if they hadn't have saved her so she was just trying to 
pay it forward, as it were. It bit her in the ass. But fuck Gary. That guy in one fell swoop murdered like most of that house. Fuck that guy. It was easy, too. Yeah. Emma. I also wrote Gary, but I wrote Gary, but Douglas, because Douglas had moments where I was like, wow, you're a fucking asshole. Like his MAGA moment in the store when he was like talking about making stuff great again. And then he's saying it to a literal store full of minorities. And I like, and they're all looking at him like, bruh. I like that they all looked away. Like, yeah, we could say something, but like they all cringed super hard. (laughs) Yep. But no, Gary was an absolute fuck. Just not okay. Micah. Yeah, I guess I guess Gary's kind of the worst of the worst. I'm trying to think of anything else more nuanced, but none of the bad guys were all that nuanced. They were either controlled by a faceless, shapeless object, or they were a faceless, shapeless object. <laughs> so, yeah, Gary, what an asshole. Too good at hiding his psychotic side. I don't think he was. It's just no one listened that story well he didn't have the eyes yeah but that story it's like oh yeah these crazy people grabbed us and started showing us the thing but i got away how gary how did you get away i don't know i used karate you don't look like a type of person that has karate in their like fucking repertoire i don't like your story douglas did not trust him you know like like i say yeah makes me mad I did not go with Gary because I knew everybody would say Gary. (laughs) (laughs) I went with the good intentions of the home. Like I said, if it was up to Douglas, nobody would have been in that bitch. It would have been him and BD Wong (laughs) and they would have probably died. But they let Olympia in and I guess a pregnant lady at the door is a lot more acceptable to open a door than just a dirty guy in a suit. You know, in Douglas... He was like, man, we shouldn't open that door for that that lady. And she's like, well, she's pregnant. Well, okay, I guess we're just birthing babies in here. But when that dude, the door opened and just a dirty guy came in, Douglas was like, fuck this noise. He needs to go. I don't like this because, you know, it's just a crazy guy, you know. Uh, But it sucks. Tom, every time he came up with a plan, there was a point that the plan just went shitty. Uh, when they're at the store and they hear the person locked up in like the loading area and they're like let me in i got locked in here i'm like but why did you get locked in there bud and he's like everybody went crazy and i was in here what how how you been surviving it's been days in there what's wrong no that's not right and then they start opening the door and he's like i want to show you something and it's like oh every time tom tried to be good in the, the leader it always kind of pooped itself later like i don't know i it sucks you try to be the good guy but then your plans just fall apart so it it grumped me up seeing tom so much because he was great but it was always this like 30 second moment every time and then it was just all the plans would fall apart mm-hmm. so uh i will say five years later tom was really cool uh when he took his blindfold off to save his family i thought that was really awesome but man, five years ago, Tom, that dude sucks, man. He was trying his best, but fuck, those plans just fell apart. And uh, everybody died. So, 
I guess he was an all right leader. So let's do seven word synopsis. I got two of them. My first one is, and I think I'm probably going to take one of the uh, uh, Micah or Emma's. So apologies. Uh, just don't look. Just don't look. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and then I wanted more of the river adventure. I thought that was a really cool moment. Um, yeah, it's something about just being blindfolded on the water. That's fucking crazy. You know, having to survive and you can't see shit because there's weird monsters just waiting for you to look. And I thought that was really cool. Katie. The anxiety oh. alone of traveling down the river with two small children. Regard like with assuming you could see everyone could see <laughs> the anxiety of traveling alone with two small children is enough to make me not want any more of that movie any more of the river adventure yeah let alone the fact that they could not see a damn thing and had to be blindfolded we're talking about sacrificing one of the children so they could get through the rapids like and the, the fucking children just kept falling out of the boat like no that was too much anxiety yeah <laughs> okay um don't trust strangers at end of world correct sandra bullock gave me too much anxiety which child do i sacrifice bitch none <laughs> micah well that's one way to start it oh. <laughs> how, did, how did it start it was uh it was her yelling at the kids Oh, yeah. And you said, well, that's one way to start it. And I said, well, that's seven words. And I wrote it down for you. And you said, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a movie. All right. Oh, my Those God. Those are my seven words. <laughs> okay. I have row, row, row your boat, but <laughs> blindfolded. <laughs> And then didn't know you couldn't breathe that long. Uh, we are fucking fucked. So fucking fucked. <laughs> That's what uh, MGK kept saying. Yep. And then rapid scene made me so freaking uncomfortable. Because you up in this bitch, you can't see. And you have two kids that have never been in any form of deep water that they need to understand the concept of swimming. Yeah, they can't swim. Those kids would have been dead. Yeah, they don't have life vests. Like, y'all are fucked out here. And then my alliterative, blindfolded Bullock battles benevolence beginning before baby. Nice. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So this film came out December 14th, 2018. Uh, apparently there is a budget. So maybe when Netflix films, they go for a while, someone kind of slips and spills the beans on the budget. So what do you guys think the budget for Bird Box was, Katie? $20 dues. Emma? $25 dues. Micah? $1. Hey, if this was prices Right rules, you would have won, sir. But I guess we don't do that sometimes. Oh, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is one dollar? Oh, what is one dollar? Oh, one dollar. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> the budget for Bird Box was nineteen point eight dollar dues. Damn. Damn. Katie, yeah. damn near hit that on the head. Because I win. 
the box office was not known, but it probably made money. It made money for Netflix because, like I said, it was the most viewed movie in its first 28 days on Netflix. That has been obviously passed by tons of movies and shows. Shit, Stranger Things Season 4, what, 1,352 million hours watched? So, yeah. <laughs> like I said, it did good, but it didn't do fucking... There's so many other things. It was 282 million hours watched. So, so I don't even know how that equates to people. It had to be millions of people, obviously. But, yeah. it's Like I said, it did pretty dang good when it came out. So, no box office. Minority kill count. So, I have Tom... B.D. Wong, and, oh, there's a third person. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Those are the three I had. I don't think there was anybody else. I don't think so. Not that we see. Probably people in the madness. Yeah, not that we really see get murdered. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. No, because the doctor, the doctor is there at the end. Yeah, the doctor makes it. Yeah, so uh, I'm fine with three. Yeah. So the new minority kill count number is 298 in a Tito Turtle, in a house, and a plane full of vampires. That's a really good plane. I'm getting better at it. So does anybody have anything else to say about Bird Box? Remember to breathe when you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will have anxiety for sure. Yep. So, with that, that's the end of this episode. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about, I don't know, Sandra Bullock or Invisible Monsters, don't watch The Happening, you can tweet us at AllentownPod. We have an email that is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. AllentownPresents. <laughs> so, that is episode 275 in the books. In the pocket, out of sight. So, like I said before, this is volume one of Senses Month, and we're going to try to, I don't think we're going to touch all the senses, but fuck it. We're going to do our best. So the music you're listening to right now, that is Flip in the Combined Effort. Flip in the CE, anywhere you can find them. The Studio Fitas or Fitas artwork. Uh, thank you so much for the artwork, and I need to do more. So I'm very pumped. This month is a really cool idea that I came up with by myself, and um, I'm very pumped for the choices that I think that I came up with by myself. So... <laughs> Like always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with another scary movie that involves some senses. Okay, bye guys. Can't find the. Oh, oh. oh there it is. Oh, my God. Just look at me, no. Micah. Just too... look, Micah. It's too spooky. Micah, you fuck. Just look.